What's up, babes? It's a glorious morning, a day that we will never see again in this lifetime. So let's take the time to enjoy life while we can. I'm your girl, Nick Austin, and this is Koro is a Crush. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning, good morning, good morning to everybody. Welcome to season two of Koro is a Crush. I am Nick Austin, the CEO and founder of Koro, a home-based beauty, wellness, and design shop providing premium high-quality press-on nails, beauty accessories, and home decor that we know you'll fall in love with, all while providing a community for self-care lovers, beauty mavens, and small business owners to live life on their terms through fashion, beauty, and faith. I am so excited because this is season two. We have finally made it to season two. We are now heard in 15 countries. I am so, so excited. I'm blessed beyond measure that my podcast is being heard all over the world. We are saving souls and healing hearts at the same time. So today I'm excited to share um, today's episode. Now, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about stress and anxiety. You're not alone in your struggles. We are on the series, Expand Your Empire. So yes, my guest host for today is um, Christopher Dash of Dash T's Custom Clothing and Apparel. But before I bring him on, let me educate y'all a little bit about stress and anxiety. Now, I'm a huge believer in the power of talking about our struggles and how much it helps to know that we're not alone. But let me put this disclaimer out there. First, I'm not a doctor or a psychologist, so I'm not gonna be talking about the science behind anxiety or what causes it. Instead, I want you to know that you're not alone in your struggles with anxiety and that that there are things that you can do to help yourself out of this difficult place. Two issues that touch so many of us, what our profession, no matter what our professional life stage is, is stress and anxiety. We're also gonna talk about taking back control over our lives which is something that all of us can relate to, no matter what our circumstances may be. So get ready for one hour full of tips and tricks for making sure that your life is exactly where you want it to be. First, let's talk about what it's like to live with anxiety. For me, living with anxiety has been like living in a constant state of fear, a fear that something bad is gonna happen at any moment. But even though we all have this feeling sometimes, and we all know what it feels like, it's an entirely different thing when your brain won't stop sending those signals over and over and over again. But it can also feel like your brain is constantly telling you that everything is wrong. You're doing everything wrong. Everyone else is doing better than you. Everything is going to go wrong if you don't do something right now. And this can make it very hard for anyone to focus on anything else besides the negative thoughts swirling around in their heads. So we know that you guys are constantly on the move and that can be a huge challenge. It's easy to get caught up in the hustle and the bustle of life, but there are things you can do to keep stress at bay. First, make sure that you are taking time for yourself every day. Be sure to unplug from your devices and focus on what's right in front of you. This can be as simple as taking a walk around your neighborhood or as complex as going skydiving if you're into that kind of thing. 
It ain't me, but if you into it, you can go on and do it. But just make sure it's something that makes you happy. Second, let's remember that you're not alone in your struggles. We all have our own unique set of circumstances, but we also share similar experiences. Now that might mean something like having an adorable puppy or getting an awesome new job. Whatever it means for you. Now I'm gonna be honest here. I've been through a lot of stuff myself. I've struggled with self-esteem issues. I felt like my life was falling apart around me. And I have been really stressed and anxious about many things. But I made it through, and so will you. Now the first thing we need to do is learn how to manage our stress better. It's a little tricky because the way that we manage stress is often based on our own unique personalities and situations. So what, so what may work for someone else, it might not work for you. But I do have a few guidelines. Number one, don't ignore your feelings. If something is bothering you, don't try to push it down or pretend it doesn't exist. Instead, talk about it with someone who can help support you or give advice on what actions might be helpful in solving whatever problem is causing the stress or anxiety. And number two, exercise regularly. Now I'm a big exercise head, so this I, honest, I honestly can tell you works. This is one of the best ways to reduce stress levels because exercise releases endorphins. You know, those feel good hormones that make us happy and relaxed. Plus, regular exercise makes us more fit and healthy overall, which reduces our risk for many diseases such as heart disease and diabetes. Now, stress and anxiety are a part of life, but they don't have to be the main part of your life. Learning to manage stress and anxiety is not easy, but it's possible. Now, my guest host for today creates statement apparel that allows you to express what you're thinking because, as his motto is, everything belongs on a t-shirt to a degree. So please welcome my guest host, Christopher Dash from Dash Tees Custom Clothing and Apparel. How are you doing, my brother? I'm doing well. I'm doing very well. Good morning, good morning. How are you? I am blessed and highly favored in the Lord. Thank you so much. You are welcome. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get down into the nitty gritty. Um, before okay. I start off with the questions, how was that intro? I loved it. I loved it. I was nodding. If you looked up at me, you could see me nodding my head. I, only that I was biting my lips because I didn't want to say anything, but I, I, I was all for it. I loved every bit of it. Uh, I'm okay. in agreement. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I asked all of my, I asked all of my guest hosts that, and so many of my guest hosts have said, "Yo, your intro is just fire. Your, your yeah. intro is okay. just crazy." Like I said, I had to bite my lip because I, I was going to be like, mm -hmm, yeah, yeah, that's right. I, I didn't want to, I'll try not to say any of that. You should have. It wouldn't have bothered me. <laughs> I was like, nope, just, I'm just be quiet. Let us, let us do a thing. Just be quiet. Oh, oh no. <laughs> next time you come up, look, the next time you come on my podcast, you're more than welcome to, you know, put All right. ad libs and everything. <laughs> All right. All right. So um, I got 10 questions for you, and hopefully if the time allows it, we're going to get you all 10 questions, and if we don't, that is okay. We're going to allow okay. God to do what he does best and just lead us into where he wants us to go, okay? So um, first, okay. I want you to introduce yourself and your business and tell me what is something that would surprise people to know one thing about you. Okay, so my name is Christopher Dash. Some people call me Chris, some people call me Dash. 
it's up to you. My business is Dash Tees Custom Apparel. And uh, our thing is we do custom apparel. So whatever thought you have in your head, whatever dream, whatever vision, whatever something that really hits you, that you really wanted to say, we can put that on. T-shirts, hoodies, hats, um, sneakers we have, you know, uh, mugs, whatever, you name it. You know, it's on our side, but that's what we do. We do custom things for custom people. Now, one thing that would surprise you is um, I can't really whistle. Oh no! I can't really. I can whistle, but it like runs out very fast. So, like I, I, <laughs> I run out of whistle. So, I, I try, and um, it just that's it. I, I ain't got enough. <laughs> you never said it back this one day. I, I, I tried, but like I said, it, it, you know, it's, it's not very strong. Like I'm a, not a strong whistler. Yep. And then it's all air. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's my one thing. That is interesting. That is interesting. Now, I can't do the whistle with the fingers in the mouth. I want to learn how to do that so bad. I, mean, I can't I've been trying. I, I've tried everything. <laughs> it don't work for me. I tried that, but the one thing I can say with the whistle, I can not only can I whistle, but I can actually sing a whole song with the whistle. Like Ooh. I can actually breathe in and out whistling while I'm singing while the song is being sung in a whistle. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Now I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a musician, so yeah. Okay. <laughs> I am too, but I, I don't have the whistle though. That's that's one thing I can't do. We're gonna work on that. We're gonna work on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my next question for you is this. What do you like most about being your own boss? I like the freedom of, you know, just being able to make my own decisions for not only for the best of, of myself, but for the best of the people that work for me, you know, or even just being able to serve them without someone else saying, well, no, you can't do that or you know, well, that's against our policy, or you can't do that. I like the freedom to be able to say, if this is what you need, this is what I'm going to do, regardless of what anyone else thinks. That, I think that's the best part of uh, just, you know, being your own boss, because you can say, I'm doing this, and nobody can tell you that you can't. This is true. I, I agree with you. I have been my own boss since 2017. So this is my third business that I have started but this is the business that has continued and hasn't failed me yet so yeah mm -hmm. I like being my own boss I don't like the micromanaging of super, some yeah. supervisors I don't like right. looking over my shoulder I'm like you gave me a job to do let me do what I do best let me do it right it as long as it gets done it doesn't matter right exactly <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, so my next question for you is this. What do you think is the biggest challenge that a male entrepreneur faces? Biggest challenge of a male entrepreneur. Hmm. That's a tough one for me. I'm not really sure. I know there's a lot of challenges. And as far as from the male perspective, I couldn't really put my finger on one thing. Okay. But I, I, there is a lot of challenges. I mean, so even as far as time-wise, so especially if you're a father, you know that that takes up a lot. And then you know sometimes, as a man, you know you might have to have a second job because the business that you have doesn't—it's not there yet. 
Right. You know, so, you know, that, that time factor and not having enough time for the family or for the children, the wife, you know, that, that, um, I think that could be a huge challenge. Okay. If I had to, to pick something for a man. Okay. All right. So my next question for you, we're going to move to the stress and anxiety. Um, can you tell me at least one thing that you do that may help you relieve your stress and anxiety when it comes? Because we, you know, we all going through it right now. You know, we are two years later um, after the pandemic. Right. I don't consider us post-pandemic yet because the more we turn around, the more we see more, um, what's the word? More, uh, oh shoot, viruses. There it is. More viruses coming along. And with us having this new virus called monkeypox, which yeah. WHO yeah. has declared us in a global emergency as of yesterday. What oh, is one of the things that you do to help relieve that stress and anxiety, not just as a entrepreneur, but also in personal life? So like we talked about before, you're a musician, I'm a musician. Right. I like to sing, I like to play the piano. So I like to get alone sometime and I'll, I'll just play. I'll just play, just open my mouth and start singing. And I can do that for hours. And that right there is the one thing that'll just kind of bring me back to that that, uh, that level or that center where I can say, okay, all right, when I walk about this room, I can deal with it now. You know, I, I got a better handle on it. Or even though it's not gonna work out the way I want it to, I know it's gonna be all right. Things are gonna work out. I just gotta look at it at a different way and it kinda helps me not to to give up or to wanna quit, you know, because that's easy to do too. Absolutely, absolutely. Praise the Lord. So um another one I want to ask you. So tell me what is your biggest fear? Because we all have a fear. Everybody has yep. a fear, even though you have people out here to say, I don't fear nobody but God himself. No, I mean, we, I mean, that's just right. the norm. If you're a Christian, that's the norm. Outside of being a Christian, what is your biggest yeah. fear? So fear as business-wise or just fear in general? In general. Okay, so my biggest fear is my children, you know, and not them not being prepared for, for this world when they get older. Or that I didn't tell them enough. I didn't show them enough. I didn't uh, prepare them enough. That that was is my biggest fear. Now, with that being said, and fears and anxieties and stress, you know what goes along with that is agreement. Mm -hmm. So anytime those things pop in my head, I immediately denounce it, renounce it, and disagree with it. Right. You know, and I, I've gotten into that habit, so, you know, those things don't manifest, because once you lend your agreement to it, it's going to manifest, so if you keep believing that, you know, I haven't done enough, I haven't showed them enough, I haven't, they're going to fail because I, I didn't do my part, that's most likely what's going to happen if you agree with it, so, but that is my biggest fear. Yeah, the, one of the things that my husband always tells me, and he's been telling me this since I've met him, there's power in what you say. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, there is. He always oh reminds me. He reminds me every single time I say something, he'll be like, Nick, there's power in what you say. There's power in the tongue. I need for you to take back what you said or yes. And I'm like, you know what? At that time, when I first met him, it went in one end, not the other. But now that I've rededicated my life back to Christ, 
it's like, okay, I understand what you say. So now I'm sitting here telling my children the same thing. Mm -hmm. Watch what you say, there's power in what you say and everything. And my husband, he always reminded us all the time, you know, be mindful of what you put out in the atmosphere. Because whatever we put out in the atmosphere, just like you said, is going to manifest. But the wrong, um, the wrong angel is going to hear what is being said and it's going to take it and twist it up into what it's not supposed to be when we could have meant it for something else. Exactly. So. Oh my God, yes. (laughs) You said it, you said it. I I was trying not to cut you off, but yeah, yeah. It's it's so much power what you said. And I I believe that for a long time. Not only is it power in what you say, there's power in your name. Mm. Now this how the, all right, I'm gonna say it. So the name of Jesus has right. all power. That's right. Because we are made in His image, in God's image, we have some of that power too. So the things that you call yourself, the things that you named your children, have me. And like with my daughter, I'll give you an example. My daughter's name is Kiana. You know, we, we kind of Amer- Americanize it, uh, really Kiyomi and it's Swahili, but it means the ones who see the thing are the one who knows them. So every time I say her name, that's what I'm saying to her. And every time she um, agrees to be called by that name, she's accepting that me. So think of uh, someone named Jacob. Jacob means cheater or liar. Right. If you look at Jacob in the Bible, what did he do? He cheated his brother. Yes, he did. He lied about this. He cheated his father. Lied, you know, to get the birthright. So, you know, names have meaning and they have power in those names. And the things that you say have to be empowered. So, you know, it's we definitely got to be careful of what we say. We got to be careful what we say. We got to be careful what we do. We got to be careful what we do. We got to be careful what we do. Because, right. like like you said, those, there's, there's things that are weak for that agreement. Because that's the only way that they can move. That's right. Even when it comes to God, God will not move without our agreement. That's right. He's not going to force you. He won't force you to do anything. But he said, if you do what I say, or if you agree to this, then I'm going to do this for you. But if you don't, then this will happen. So be careful with what you say. Be careful with what you agree to. Absolutely. And, and I'm going to just leave it. <laughs> oh, I know. Going to the, to the name thing, I can honestly relate because I remember when I had my son. My son's name is Jaquise, which takes after my middle name, which is Kokis. And I remember when my son's father and I, we had a disagreement about his last name. And I had a disagreement with his family about my son's last name. They asked me, so what is his last name going to be? His last name is going to be Oliver, right? And I said, no, he's going to take my last name. My Mm. maiden name is Christian. (laughs) And so... My son is taking my last name. And I remember I was in the hospital. I remember his family got so upset with me and they said, you can't do that. That's his father's last name. He deserves his father's last name. I said, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh Let me break that down for you. See, with his father's last name, there's a lot of tainted situations with that last name. Just um, not to put his business out there, but I don't think my son cares at this point. And I really don't either. Um, 
his father has been in and out of jail. Everybody knows who he is. They know he's a liar, they know he's a cheat. So my thing, I do not want my son to be associated with that last name and be treated differently because of the last name that he has. Now the last name that I have has a little respect on it because of my mother being an educator in the school system. So if he has my last name, he's gonna be treated with the utmost respect because of who his grandmother is. I ain't going there. So when I said his last name was gonna be Christian, everybody had a fallout. Oh, 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 oh Lord, uh-uh, don't go there, don't go there. Yeah. And I married my husband. I asked my son, I said, do you wanna change your last name? And he said, no mom, I'm gonna stay Christian because I have to carry on my grandfather's last name. Who mm-hmm. be? I ain't about yeah. So my son will tell you quick, uh-uh, my last name is Christian, it ain't Austin, it ain't Oliver, uh-uh, it is Christian. <laughs> so I get it. The association, not just with names, but just the association with who you are even friends with. Right. Yeah. Association of where you work at. I mean, it's just different things because you never, you never know who is watching. And that's one of the things that my mom always told me. She'll be like, see, be mindful about uh, what you wear when you walk out the door, because you never know who's watching. Right. You never yeah. know who's paying attention to you. Things of that nature. So everything dealing with that, the association part, I understand wholeheartedly. And your daughter has a mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. I-, I named her with a purpose. Oh, you named her. I named her with a purpose. I- we went over a million names, but I saw that name, I said, that's the name she's gonna have. Because that's what I feel that's her. That is her. And that's who she is. She she knows things. She's very mature. She's 15, she'll be 16 next month. But, uh, I mean, uh, September she'll be 16. But, you know, she knows things. She sees a lot. And uh, she's very perceptive. And, like I said, very mature, very aware. She has a lot of discernment. Sometimes she she scares me as, as, you know, how aware and how mature and how discerning she is. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'd rather, I wouldn't rather her be with her. So. Right. in Kenya, but I don't know what it means. And I can't find it, but I am the only Chaniqua in the world. I need to be in the Guinness Book of World Records for my name alone. Okay. (laughs) You can go on Google. Sometimes sometimes if you take like part of the names, Uh sometimes that's where the meaning is too, you know, it could be, you know, uh, uh, root words from other other words. So, you know, it could mean this in one language and this in another, but when you put them together, you know, it means something very good. Now, so. do, now, do know that the way that my name is in um, Kenya after the African tribe, it's actually Chen Nikwa. It's 
C-H-I and then a space and then N-I-K-W-A. So it's actually, okay. my name is actually split in two, but my father put it together. I don't know where he came up with that name from. I asked my mama all the time and my mama just can't explain it either. So I'm like, you know what, forget hey. it. <laughs> I'm just a unique individual. Yep. And when I am unique, because ain't nothing, yep. nobody like me out here. <laughs> That's, that's probably the name too, Unique Word, boy. Unique, Unique Word, yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I'll take it. All right, so we're gonna switch from stress and anxiety, we're gonna go back to the business part. Okay. Um, I want you to tell me, if you know, what is one thing that makes your business different from your competitors? Me, me myself, is what, what um, makes me different from, from anyone else because of what I put into it and um, the, the spirit that I come with. Like I said, I'm, I'm here to serve, but I'm also, um, I see myself as a cheerleader, a coach, you know, an encourager, and an inspirer. So I, I'm always looking to bring that out of people. Whether you buy something from me or not, you go on my page, you're going to see something, I'm, I'm I'm gonna give you something, right. something positive too. And um, I remember a lady was sending to me one time because I, I work for the post office as well. And um, I work in human resources, so I work in training. And we were doing a training class, and uh, she, she just had so much negative to say. But every time she said something negative, I gave her something positive. Right. And she was like, Well, you always got something to say, you know, comment to what I say. I said, that's what I got to do for you. You know, because I, I can't allow you to hold on to that thing. Because if you do, nothing's ever going to change for you. And I need you to know that I got the back. And I want you to get on board with it so we can do it together. Because together, we can change the whole thing, you know. So, I mean, that, that's kind of what I put into my business, too, you know. We, we, can, we can change it. We can change it. Whatever it is, we can change it. Absolutely. I, I, I got your back on it. I want to help you change it. I got your back. Let me, you, if you're scared to say it, let me say it. Right. Tell me what you want me to say and I'll say it. I'm not worried about what they can say to me. I know how to handle that. But let me help you. That's that's what I put into it. And that's what makes me good. All right. All right. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, I will say this. I, um, first actually my second business I started making t-shirts I got frustrated with it said I'm not doing it I'm done they're getting on my nerves Jesus I can't I told my husband I ain't doing this no more I'm done I put it down but for some reason this year God said I need you to bring back what I started you with and it was my it was the t-shirts so a lot of the t-shirts that my t-shirts are actually coming out next Tuesday August the 2nd they're coming out in my store alright I'm really excited about it because my t-shirts are faith-based, um, faith-based, uh, what is it, faith-based apparel and um, statement tees. So when I went on your website and I saw the stuff that you had, I was like, oh, oh, I see Bella Red and I see Essential by yeah. Tony, I see all of these people. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, look at Bella Red, she got a whole marketing style. <laughs> And I, I was just so excited because I looked and I said, okay, he does custom. He And it, it shows. 
and everything that you do is custom because I haven't the stuff that you have I've never seen anywhere so it shows and I said okay I know he will be my competitor but I'm not looking at you as my competitor right. at all so, so right we collaborate. I'm looking at collaborator I'm not looking at competitor I'm looking at a collaborator exactly. So, you know, with me and Commerce Paradise, we got this thing, you know, collaboration of a competition. We always saying it. And we just make that known everywhere we go. We say it all the time. She says it in our magazine. I say it on my podcast. And Mm -hmm. it's just that we want people to understand that even though a lot of us do similar things, we offer similar stuff in our stores. That does not mean that we have to treat each other like a dog you know right. still treat each right. other with respect because what i may not know you may be able to help me with and what you may not know i might be able to help you with. so try exactly. to dism- diminish you know our competitor yeah it's all great for competition but it ain't gonna do nothing for me if i'm being rude with it you know what i'm saying i think right. the fine line between being a good competitor versus being a bad competitor so absolutely that's how i feel so i i i get it that's what makes you different because like you said you are direct straight custom yeah. nothing about it. <laughs> everything is custom for you just like with commerce paradise and myself we both sell press on nails her press on nails and my press on nails are two different types she does freestyle press on nails. okay Meaning that somebody placed an order for some nails, they give her the design, she go with it. Mm-hmm. I sell pre-designed press-on nails. Meaning that whatever okay. design is coming to me, I am putting it on a nail and I'm selling you this. That's how I'm selling it to you as a month is set. Right. But it does not mean that I diminish her business, she diminishes mine. You know why right. I does it? Because we have bought from each other. We have supported mm-hmm. each other's business. I bought her yeah. hair growth. She brought my press on nails. Yeah. And a yep. lot of people were looking at us like we were crazy when we came together and created a press on nail and toenail set. Like some people were afraid to buy nail sets from both of us because of the loyalty that they have for each for us. And I'm like, I mean, it's all fine with the loyalty and everything, but you don't have loyalty when you be going up in Walmart. You ain't got loyalty exactly. when you go up in Target. <laughs> you ain't got loyalty when you go up in Ross. You surely right. ain't got no loyalty when you be eating from McDonald's, Subway, um, Wendy's, yep, There's no loyalty there. So why are you bringing exactly. loyalty between us black small business owners? We all share. We all have to get along. That's my only concern. And I'm done with that. I, I think it's room enough for all of us. You know, like you said, you, you go through now, so there's room enough for that. But I mean, it's what? Almost eight million people in this world. Some people don't like their nails, some people don't like her nails. You know, right. there's room for all of us, and there's no reason why we have to compete because, you know, people want what they want, they like what they want, and they buy from you for a certain reason, they buy from her for a certain reason. Right. You know, even with that being said, I make t shirts, but I buy t shirts from other businesses. Right. There's, um, the t-shirt on Instagram, uh, t-shirt business on Instagram. My name is uh, Royal Eternity 2019. And um, she, she, loved it. she had a shirt on it that said, no more excuses. I love that shirt. I bought that shirt. I bought a few other things. And um, I 
wear that. I think I wear that shirt more than I wear my stuff because I just <laughs> love it that. <laughs> I love it that much, you know. But um, there's no reason why we can't support each other. It's just like she's not my competition. I, you know, I, I get inspiration from that. Maybe she gets inspiration from me. I don't know, but I'm, I don't look at her as competition. And, and I think, like I said, there's room for all of it. Absolutely, absolutely. So my next question for you is this. If you had the choice to start over, mm-hmm. is there anything that you would have done differently as far as your business? No. Nope, I wouldn't change anything. I think um, everything I've done and or a, even every mistake that I've made that helped kind of bring me to this point right here. You know, those, those mistakes teach you a lot of good lessons. So, you know, I, I, um, I don't regret them. And I, I embraced them, you know, and I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't change anything. Not at all. Okay. All right. Sounds Not good. Not at all. Because sometimes, good. you know, with me, sometimes I'm a little hard-headed. So sometimes I got to learn the hard way. And um, that's, sometimes that's the only way I'm going to get it. Right. You say don't touch the stove because it's hot. I might not believe it. But I want to see for myself and I put my hand on that stove. Okay, I just burn myself. Now it's hot. I'm not going to touch it no more. You know, so that's that's me sometimes. That's, that's how I am. So, like I said, I, I wouldn't change any, anything that I've done because those mistakes and those uh, failures, those um, everything have taught me a lesson and brought me to the point where I am. And they, they showed me something. So, nope, not changing nothing. Okay. <laughs> now, for the men out there, what advice do you have for other male entrepreneurs? Keep going. Keep an open mind. Never just accept something because someone says. Find out for yourself. You know, yeah, like I said, some people might think that's hard-headed, but you need to know for yourself. So you gotta find out for yourself. So even with a no, it's a no to a degree, but it's not something that's gonna stop you. Or even a hurdle that, that comes up in mind. Give you a hard time. It's not something that's going to stop you. There's always a way around it. If this is something that you truly feel that you should be doing, you keep going. I don't care what pops up. I don't care who says what. I don't care if your mama says, boy, you're about to, you're about to lose it all. If this is something that was given to you, if this is a dream, if you feel like God has put you here to do this, you better keep doing it. I don't care what knows, I don't care what those doors happen, there's, there's a way around that. You keep going, keep going, do not stop. You come up to a roadblock, figure it out. Start talking to some other people and say, well, how, how can I get around? You know, I think that's what I would say. Uh, one more thing I would say is, um, you know, take, take things one thing at a time as well. You know, because it's easy to get overwhelmed. You know, you're trying to climb a mountain, but you, you know, you gotta take that first step and take that second step. You can't just jump ten steps ahead. One at a time. Knock it down that way. Or you know what? You're gonna be up that mountain. You're gonna be at that goal or at that point that you wanted to be. And then you get there, figure out where you need to go. Keep on going. Okay. Alright, continue. See, look. Look, Deacon Chris, I wanted to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> I 
that I got the feedback that I wanted. Because even though I told you this was for the men, actually what you said to me, I needed to hear from myself. Because like you said earlier, you've been going through some stress and anxiety. Yeah. I've been going through some stress and anxiety. So what you just said about keep going, I needed to hear that from me. Mm. I hope everybody else in the podcast world, world heard the same thing. I needed that message from me, even though that was for the men. No, 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 no. I, yeah. I didn't take that one for myself. I didn't take that one for the, for the home game. I did. So, I needed to hear that from me. I was, I was talking to myself as well. Sometimes, a lot of times, I'll be talking to myself, and then someone else will say, well, man, that was for me, too. I'm saying, good. <laughs> you know, we're, we're not an island. We're not always, you know, we're not alone, especially when it comes to stress and anxiety. It's easy to feel alone in it and not we're the only ones. But that moment that you realize, you know what, there's somebody else that, that can relate to them. Even if it's just one person, you know, that takes so much stress off of you. That takes so much fear off of you. Because now you know you could you you could at least have a person you could talk to about. Right. So yeah. <laughs> I was talking to me too. Hey, I loved it. I loved it. Keep <laughs> going. That is that is the, the how can I say that's the word for today. Keep going. Just keep going. Keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> Don't stop. Just keep going. No matter what happens. He said, figure it out when you get to that, um, when you get to the top of that mountain and figure out what your next move. Keep going. Don't turn around. Don't go backwards or nothing like that. Just keep going. Sometimes the reason why you came up to a roadblock is because you haven't looked at it in a different way. I'll give you a small example. Like um, like I said, you know, I've been going through a lot of stress and anxiety too, but that's because I work a lot and I have a lot going on. And sometimes we can allow that to stress us out. Right. Or even for us not to think correctly or be able to analyze or discern things correctly. So, you know, with, when I was making certain designs or something, you know, just something simple as figuring out how to make it uh, see-through or transparent. You know, it, it took me a while to figure that out, even though as easy as it is, it, it's a very easy thing to do, but only because, you know, I didn't take the time or I allowed the stress to come in where I couldn't even allow my mind to look at all the possibilities of, of what it could be. So that stopped me for a little bit. And, you know, then that question, you know, this is stupid. I don't know why I'm doing it. This ain't working. But sometimes all you need to do is just sit back take a moment to yourself, just kind of, you know, calm down and look at something else or look at different possibilities. Every no is not a real thing. Or I can close doors, not a go close door. Right. Or there might be a diff- another way to get to that point. You, know? mm-hmm. you just can't go this way. Right. So. I understand. I do. Now, my next question. <laughs> my next question for you is this: What is the best piece of advice? Best piece of advice, excuse me, that you have ever received in your life so far? But you still living. Um, my dad education so for me I'm always trying to uh, get knowledge and, and not so much just knowledge or education in, in the traditional sense but uh, just learning in general you know and, and being able to see all those different possibilities being able to see things because you know things aren't just one thing nobody is just one thing 
things aren't just one thing. You know, you as a woman, you're a woman, but you're a mother, but you're also a wife, but you're a sister, but you're a daughter. You know, it's, it's never just one thing. So we got to learn how to see all these different things. And then not only that, we also got to realize that there's levels to this thing. So, you know, learning also to me that, you know, like with, with most of us, we look at things in, just a, in a physical sense. Right. But there's more senses than that. You know, there's physical, there's that mental, and there's that spiritual. Mm-hmm. And when you start looking at those different levels, things take on a whole different meaning. Absolutely. And you learn something else. And you could have used the same passage 50 times, but um, this one particular time you read it, you can take something new out of it. Mm-hmm. Because even just one word has much to do. That's right. So I'm always trying to learn. Was trying to uh, you know, just kind of see things in a different way and get on the highest level of it to, uh, to better myself and help out you know, because that's my main thing is helping other people too so once I learn something or once I know something I'm definitely going to share it right I, I want to share it with you I can't keep it to myself so. I'm going to tell you hey look I just found out you know if you do this that's a million dollars right there Let's do it. Right. I'm with you. <laughs> That's how I am. <laughs> I haven't found that out yet just to let everybody know. But, <laughs> you know, if I did, I, I sure would be broadcast. I know, because I'm sure somebody's going to mess with me talking about, um, um, Mr. Chris, he said yep. he the answer to a million dollars. I said, I wish I knew it because he ain't tell me all of that. You miss Bertie. <laughs> right, right, right. Don't, don't get me wrong, people. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I wish it was that simple. I wish right. it was that simple. Even the people right. that, you know, try to fool us on um, TikTok by showing yeah. up, hey, I did this, that, and the third right. I did this, that, and the third, and I made over a million dollars doing t-shirts in six months. You will lie. Right. <laughs> right. I know you lie. I yep. know you lie. <laughs> yep. I know you lie. Because as a business owner, you don't even see a profit for maybe the first five years. Right. How you see a million dollars in six months? Right. Now, some people <laughs> might be lucky enough to do that. They might. But- the majority of us, we ain't going that way. We I ain't have there. to work for it. I ain't there. <laughs> this recession is holding me up. I ain't there. I hear you. All righty. So we have came down to our last question. Okay. And my last question for you today is this. How can people reach you if they wanted to place an order with you and follow you? Okay. So I'm on a couple different platforms. On Facebook, I have a Facebook page, uh, Dash T is the name of the Facebook page. Or if you want, you can just reach me on my, my regular personal page, Christopher Dash. And you'll find me there, you'll see me, you'll see my beautiful face. And you'll get to see the face behind the voice. Uh, I'm on TikTok. So it's uh, C on TikTok. And by the way, I'm following you on TikTok. I, find you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'll follow you. So it's C-E-E-D-A-S-H-O-P-I-A on TikTok. Uh, I'm on Instagram. Dash T's, the t-shirt from the sewer. You can find me there on Instagram. Um, if you want to go directly to my website, you can uh, find me at dash T's dot 
myshopify.com. And uh, we have a live chat in there now, too, so you can chat, chat with me and I chat back. Um, you can always DM me on in any of my social media that I chat back with you. Um, also, you can send me an email if you like. And that's uh, dashopia at gmail.com. So D-A-S-H-O-P-I-A at gmail.com. And that's, that's about it. I love these names, dude. <laughs> you, you, notice, you notice the dash is in everything, right? Hey, that's the brand. That's the brand. That's the I'm brand. Dash. There you go. That's what they call. Just like they, just like they call you Dash, they call me Cobra. That's the. That's yeah. That's so, I mean, I rock the brand everywhere, as you can see right here. I know y'all podcast, um, my podcast community, y'all can't see it, but if you catch me on Instagram, you can't. You'll be able to see it. Just like my necklace. Oh, okay. I like yeah. that. I got the. <laughs> yeah, I got this personalized. Made by a young lady. The name of her business is called Liz Nicole. The girl is bad. I literally just found okay. my necklace not too long ago. But I bought this necklace when I first created my business in December yeah. 2020. And was just able to find it when I cleaned out my office. And I was like, a necklace. I'm going to wear it every day. So people know who I am. Exactly. <laughs> Every day, when I'm at work, bro, when I'm on the street, everybody know what to call me because they see something with dash. Whether it's a face mask that say dash, whether it's a hat that say dash team, you gonna know that I'm dash, or you gonna see my name badge because I wear that too. Hey, anyway, for people <laughs> to know exactly who you are, and you're making that, you're making it known. So what you're doing is you're putting yourself out there, and even in clothing, we are to um, wear our own. You know, you wear your own brand. Ain't nothing wrong yes. with other brands. But if right. you are a t-shirt maker like myself, like I just came back to it, and as well as yourself, yeah. you know, you, you market yourself by wearing your brand. Like this weekend, I made my first t-shirt that I, ha- I have not made a t-shirt in almost two years. Yeah. And I made my first t-shirt this past weekend and wore it to the movies. And I went with a group of girls, and they was like, oh, yo, that is dope. That is a dope uh-huh. shirt. And I told them, thank you. They said, when did you get back into doing shirts? I said, when God placed it on my heart and told me that his so, that His people need healing. And I said, oh, well, I guess that's my cue to bring my shirts back. There it is. There it is. <laughs> yeah, so the shirt that I had on, um, it says, faith is a lifesaver. Faith is a lifesaver. comes from Second Corinthians 5 and 17. So I was like... I know God saved me. I know that his faith is my lifesaver because it saved me from so, so many things. That you know, that my my mouth, my mouth, it just, it overflows. I can't tell, I can't thank him and praise him enough. So I was like, yo, that's, that's, that's gonna be Can I say one thing about faith? Huh? I said, can I say one thing about faith? Go ahead, run with it, go ahead, go ahead. I'm ready for church, go ahead, take it to church, I'm ready. (laughs) Well, well the, the great thing about faith is um, that's also a stress reliever too. Yes. It's an exactly buster because with faith now you don't even have to worry about those little details because you're putting your trust in someone else that you know is going to handle it, mm-hmm. even though you don't know how it's going to work out. You can't see, right? But you know someone is going to handle it, and when you have that faith, now, even if you just got the little tiny bit, you know that's all you need. 
and that's all he said. I just, I just need mustard seed. But the more you get, that will also bring peace, which is another anxiety buster. You know, another stress reliever. So get that faith. I mean, I, like I said, I, I do a lot. I got a lot going on. I got a lot that I'm trying to do. And a lot of it, I can't see. Right. But you know what? We ain't worrying about it either. Nope. Because I know it's going to work out. I know this is where I need to go. I know this is the route that I'm supposed to be on. So, all right, you can handle that. I'm going to just keep going. I'm going to do this. And I'm going to just step out and do this. I'm going to step out and do that. And you work it out. That's, that's your job. Now, I don't have to stress it. I don't have that anxiety. I don't have that fear keep keeping up with me. Or when it do, I can not that's not my job. That's not my problem. That's his problem. He that's so right. I ain't got to be scared. I ain't got to worry. And that's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's how I get myself through. That's right. how I, I, I get rid of that stress. That's how I get rid of that anxiety. That's another way. Because I, I hold on to that faith. That's right. I, I, I let that do the work. Shirt, faith is a life saver. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It does. It saves lives. When you put your mm-hmm. all into it, it saves your life. That's how I feel with it. That's where I'm at with it. So, yeah, I rock that shirt. All weekend, I've been wearing that shirt since Saturday. What's the day, Tuesday? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because my point is, I'm not saying it just to make a buck. I mean, yeah, that's part of the equation. But like right. I said, I'm here to save souls and to heal hearts. Yeah. That's what God put me on this earth to do. That is my ministry. That is my calling. And that's what I make sure I do in my business with every order that goes out. I make sure that you can hear about God whether you like it or not. I had a customer telling me in my early days, I don't believe in Jesus, so I threw the stickers away. I got a little offended by it, and I talked to my aunt about it. My aunt said, well, I mean, if she don't believe in Jesus, she threw them away, she threw them away. I said, yeah, but I could have saved those stickers for somebody else and gave them to somebody else that really needed it. She wasted two good stickers. They said, wait a minute. Two stickers. You complaining over two stickers. Two stickers that I did not have that could have went to somebody else. Yes. Could have went, <laughs> went to somebody else. Now the trash has to be blessed. Well, then trash be blessed because somebody going in their trash can and find them stickers. I was going to say somebody. Bless somebody. Somebody going to find them. Exactly. I guarantee you this. Even though they said what they said, I bet you that thing didn't do their mind. No, it's still sitting in there. And it's going to come a point in time in their life. One moment, there's something happens. And that thing is going to come right back to you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Whatever was on that sticker, whatever you said to them, whatever mercy gave to them, whatever it said on them, it's going to come back. Oh, yeah. I ain't worried about it. Because either way, they're going to be blessed their way, but I'm blessed even more my way. Because I already did what God told me to do, which is to go out and speak of me and, you know, and all over the nation. Go out and tell the gospel of Jesus. That's exactly what I did. I did my part. Mm-hmm. I'm still yep. doing my part. And I challenge anybody that's listening to me um, right now that's listening to this um, episode, this podcast, I challenge you to go out and tell all nations about the gospel of Jesus too. Just like um, a lot of people don't know, the main, my main um, podcast is really about the fashion, beauty, and faith of life. So you're going to hear us talk about Jesus. You may hear us shout. <laughs> you may hear us cry. But y'all should know me by now. I, hey. It is what it is. So, Nobody's forcing you to listen. Exactly. So, like I tell people, if you don't want to hear what I have to say,
to say, go listen to some of my early episodes. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, listen to go ahead, go listen to my early episodes. I got 24. This is makes 25. Go ahead and do what you got to do. Go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. All righty. So thank you so much, Chris, for joining me on my podcast for this episode for season two of Coro is Crush. But everybody knows out there and... This is something that we have always done since the beginning. Before we depart, I always say a prayer to close us out. So, would you like for me to pray, or would you like to pray? I'll let you do it. I'll let you have the out. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, if you are in your car right now, or if you are on the side of the road, or even if you are at home binging on the weekends listening to this episode, I would like for all heads to be clear, all minds to be focused and centered on God as we bow our heads and close our eyes. Dear Lord, thank you so much for the freedom to use the gifts that you have given us to use in the capacity that you would have us to use them. The wisdom to give them back to you for your glory and the opportunity to serve you in our marketplace. Today, Father, I ask for you to bless our guest host. I ask for you to give them strength as they persevere through challenges that may come their way in their business. I ask for provision so that their business will be a sustainable source of income for those who are connected to it, Father. I ask for you to provide them with fresh inspiration and networking partners so they can grow together as one. Lord, I ask for you to show us how to run our business with integrity, diligence, and compassion so that we may help others just like you continue to help us. I pray that you turn our hardships into testimonies of beauty as we continue to shine our light in our industries and for favor, ultimate favor, to follow us everywhere we go. Where I am lacking in faith, Father, help my unbelief. And as I close out this prayer, Lord, I ask for your grace and mercy to continue to follow us all the days of our lives and to thank you for the confidence to know that with each prayer we pray, that it is traveled by the Holy Spirit to your ears. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 All righty. Pardon me. There was something on my tongue and I couldn't get it. (laughs) Thank you so much, um, Chris. You're welcome. Oh, you are more than welcome. You're more than welcome. We shall do this again. Uh, So let me ask everybody, would you like to come back as a return guest host? I would love to come back. I got a lot more to say. You got me on. Oh, I can't even talk now. (laughs) I got a lot to say. We got to talk about uh, the power of the things you say. Absolutely. Okay. So we're going to make that a topic. I'll probably, let's see. Let's see. Let's bring you back on. And I normally don't do this. So for me to do this while my while my people are listening is really special. Because they know I don't normally do this. So what I'm going to do is bring you back fall. So we're talking about maybe around October, November. We're going to get ready for Thanksgiving and let people know exactly why they need to be thankful for the power that God gives us on a daily basis. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. Talk about the power and what we say, yeah. The power and what we say is that we have to give back. So that we're going to bring yeah. you back around around Thanksgiving. Is that okay? That's all right with me. Cool beans, cool beans. So <laughs> thank you so much again. I greatly appreciate it. And for those who are yeah, listening, welcome. make sure that you check us out on our um, <clears throat> excuse me, next episode where I will be talking myself 
and so it's been a long time since I've been up here by myself. So I don't know what we're going to talk about, but I promise you it's going to be good, it's going to be juicy, and it is going to be worth it like it's always been. But I'm your girl, Nick Austin. I'm signing off. Y'all take care and be blessed. Hey, hey, it's Neek Austin here, the host of Coro is a Crush, where we talk about fashion, beauty, and faith while remaining true to ourselves. Every episode, I talk to someone who's trying to make a change for themselves or their community and learn about how they've made big or small improvements in their lives. I also chat about what's going on in the world that might be holding us back from being our best selves. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor for the Coro is a Crush podcast, please reach out to Coro Crush Podcast at gmail.com. Check out our new advertising opportunities now available on our website at www.shopcoro.com. Book your ad spot today and let me do the rest. I love to hear from you.